Pod Podcast, your Pokemon podcast that revolves around the evolving meta. Back with drinks, and by drinks, I mean the morning cup of Joe for your two uh, possibly favorite podcast hosts of the Pokemon training card game, Jake and Sean of the Metapod. Back today for a huge, huge episode, and we're back to normal as well, uh, as you can maybe see on Sean's screen if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify. If you're on uh, Apple or listening to the audio version, <laughs> we, everything's normal again, just to let you know. Hopefully. Hopefully. Hopefully there's not some weird, like, you know, I haven't touched OBS in two weeks. Oh, no. Everything changed, Jake. Well, I hope not. We should probably, should we check to see if we're recording at no, this point? I see that it's recording. I, All right. I'm confident. I believe in the systems, Jake. And you know what? We probably got to get into it because it is a busy, busy episode. Not only as we have promised that this week is Lost Origin set review week. Some big news came out about the play Pokemon 2022-23 season, which is the one that's starting right now because... Oh. The points are starting already. Get your points quick. Get, get your, your points. points. Hurry, hurry. Registrations have already they opened have. up. We've been retweeting some of the like uh, registrations, favoriting some of the registrations on Twitter as well. Mm -hmm. So again, if you want to register, just like we talked about last week on the podcast, Pokemon for some odd reason depends on Twitter accounts that only have like 100 followers or something wow. like that in order to promote the regional championships. So make sure, I know Twitter is not everybody's favorite thing, right? Um, join your local Facebook groups, join the Twitter. I don't think Instagram really has much of that stuff, but forget Instagram. We're talking about Pokemon cards today, Sean. But I will we say, need to talk about, if you oh, follow sorry. the Metapod, we can't guarantee it, but following the Metapod TCG Twitter is easier to find out about all of the different links that you need to <laughs> register for than trying to figure out each individual event organizer. And make sure as well that you're signing up when you're signing up because you only have like a three minute window to sign up. Make sure that you're signing up for the TCG yes. as well. I saw several people the last couple of weeks accidentally sign up for the Pokemon Go championships. Oh, no. um, and yeah uh that's a that's tough that's a big sad <laughs> but you know what's not a big sad sean five star reviews of this podcast and we're gonna read you a five star review you can leave us any review on the pokemon podcast one to five leave us your thoughts whatever it may be we just happened to stumble across this five star review incredible purely stunning by noel wy as an avid TCG enjoyer coming from Magic the Gathering, returning from Pokemon for the first time since Breakpoint, this podcast has been more than helpful in finding the current meta as well as talking about new collections and how to use new cards in different and unique ways. If you're interested in the Pokemon trading card game at all, listen to this podcast. Noel, thank you so much for the review. And I like that review because they talk about interesting combos with cards right sean which is exactly what we're gonna do today because That's of right. uh you know lost origin big set review this set is gonna be fire this set's I really think. cool yeah this yeah. set is really cool like we've talked about how 
like uh brilliant stars was kind of like the coolest set to open yeah the coolest set to break since like uh the shiny ones i'm blanking on right now because it's 640 <laughs> shining in the morning. fates or whatever. Um, shining fates you know the coolest yeah. set to open since like that and hidden fates and stuff um the or, lost origin my top the my top brilliant yeah. stars in my opinion lost I origin agree. my top brilliant star but jake but, Oh, oh, I was, okay, you, you, you're the transition person. Go, do yeah, it. I was, I, you started the transition, and I was like, ah, good drink of coffee gets that caffeine. But anyways, we got to talk about some big, big news that came out, like, last week. It was uh, early, late last week after the podcast came out. Well, two days after, but anyways. Local championship points are returning in twenty. 23 so if you did not see because this was all over twitter i think maybe one or two people made videos about it too um so you may have heard of this but pokemon company international sent out an email to the professors which are the people that run your local leagues if you do not know a professor is someone who runs those events stating that local championship points will resume in 2023, potentially as early as January. So I think we even talked about here on this podcast, Sean, um, why there haven't been events, especially locally and stuff like that. Um, and just to remind everyone, they did get suspended in March 2020 due to COVID. So... Again, we don't know a ton of stuff um, in terms of the uh, local events when they're coming back. We just know that it could begin as early as January 2023. But as well in the email, Pokemon asks professors to begin league reporting as of today to ensure that their stores will be eligible to host events beginning in January 2023. So... I like this, Sean. Not only, I mean, of course I like, you know, local events coming back, but I like that Pokemon's not necessarily putting a date on it right now, kind of like Worlds, you know, um, the previous two years before this one, because, yes, um, we, want the, we want the stuff back. We want locals. We want to be able to compete again back. But, like, they're like, we're going to try for this, and they've put a little bit more hands in terms of the uh, the leagues. But I don't know how they're going to know if they're ready. Well, I think... So what's interesting here, Jake, is they they said they need the league professors to, be, to begin reporting their leagues. So, again, for those of you who don't know how the whole structure works, there's cups and challenges, which is where you get points. Uh, CP is what people refer to it as um, in order to qualify for Worlds. But... Even below that, there is something just called leagues. And that's like if you go to your weeklies, right, and you're like playing and there's somebody there who's like an official professor. You, you have to have somebody who's registered with Pokemon. And usually at those leagues, they still give out like participation cards, right? Promos. Yeah, like very yeah, basic promos. promos. Exactly. Um, but those events don't have any CP. But in order to qualify to host a uh, a challenge and then eventually to host cups or, or anything like that, you have to have a regular attendance to a league. Uh, Pokemon doesn't want to have cups and challenges that are at leagues that nobody shows up to because that is a way that people can like maybe like farm 
CP is if you go to a... a it's really weird. I mean, it's not necessarily super weird how the CP structure works, but I know that, like, I've definitely gone to challenges where there's only, like, five people, and I just have to win, like, one game. I could go, yep. like, one, two, and I'd still get, like, a decent chunk of points. Yeah. Um, and, and like that, that's fine. You know, like that'll happen. And I don't know now if like there are more people playing, uh, in general than there were back in like 2019 when Jake and I started. So it may be a healthier meta, but it is interesting to see that they want people to start reporting. Cause I think Pokemon kind of needs to know, Hey, um, in the three years since we did any of this, how many professors have like left the scene? How many stores like don't have professors anymore? Or don't host... how many stores are not around anymore? Right, like you know they might have some information from their distributors, but like just because a store is like randomly selling Pokemon cards because of all the hype doesn't mean that they were a store that could host leagues and challenges, right? Different kinds of stores. So yeah, I think they just need to catch up and be like, okay, let's get a sense of how many stores still are around that do this. Mm -hmm. So I do. And think I mean, that, like, uh, yeah. And, I, and bringing the local events back, too, is just such a good note as well. Yeah. Um, because, like, I think Sean and I have talked about this. Like, well, Sean's competed in a regional. You competed in... Um, what regional did you compete uh, in? Atlantic City in 2019. Atlantic City. I always know it starts with an A, but yeah. I'm like, Atropolis? <laughs> I'm like, that's not a real place. In America, at least. I don't even know. Is that a real place? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't Anyways, so. you know, Sean and I really depend on the local scenes, you know, to play the game. And we make a podcast every single week about the Pokemon trading card game. So it's like, it just feels really nice to know that, you know, we're going to have the ability to go back to that. You know, we don't know if there's going to be regulations. You know, at the Pokemon Regional Championships, you have to wear a mask, mm -hmm. right? We don't know if that's going to be enforced or anything like that at this. It might just depend on store by store. Um, you know, no, all we know is that they're like, hey, we know that you're pissed about, you know, no cups, right? Or yeah, no, no cups and no challenges. cups and stuff. No cups and challenges. We're just gonna tell you this right now. Local points coming back in the next season. So don't worry, you don't have to get all your points through regionals, right? You don't have to do the regional world tour. Yeah, don't um, go bankrupt. Yeah, uh, that we talked about last week. I think last week's episode had the yeah. regional schedule that came out, so I'm excited. Yeah. Even though my local area, it's like 45 minutes to go to a card shop that plays. <laughs> I mean, and I don't, I can't do that. I mean, look, you might get out there every now and again, right? Like mm -hmm. you get like a random, a random weekend, but yeah, Jake, are you ready? Sean? The real question is, are you ready? Oh. For Lost Origin. No, what do you mean you're not ready for Lost Origin? Oh, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Lost Origin is the newest Pokemon set release that releases later this week, September 9th. I will say, though, um, if they're doing the same thing as they've done in pretty much all sets since I've 
uh, been a part of the Pokemon trading card game. Card shops are probably already selling it right now mm. um, based on the pre-release uh, stuff and things like that. So if you're listening to this and you want in on Lost Origin, which I think could be one of the most exciting sets of the Pokemon trading card game, at least in the modern era, make sure go to your local card shops go to even your targets your walmarts and stuff like that putting those etbs early the etb is sweet as well we talked about it uh not too long ago but it will become tournament legal on september 23rd sean so i believe baltimore is baltimore this weekend or next weekend uh baltimore is not i don't think it's this weekend i think it might be the weekend after Either way, yeah. Baltimore regionals, um, pretty be. sure, yeah, not will will not be legal of Lost Origin. So once you get the Lost Origin, duff your cards, your packs, and things like that, and build your Lost Origin decks. For anyone who doesn't know, you have two weeks until they become legal in tournaments. So once we get to September twenty third, that'll be the first day of a regional or something like that probably if there is one or a, a special event or a international championship whatever um it will take over that so sean yeah you know i gotta ask you i ask you this every time when we start the set review yeah what card do you want to start on first I, well i mean we usually go in the order of like the 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 types right at least in the wonderful poke beach set right well yeah but we still got to choose which one we're going to talk about first oh right? okay fair fair let me scroll down let me let me scroll down and see because i haven't I, I, just to be honest i haven't actually looked at this i haven't pre-looked at the set well yeah let's let's just say this sean has spent the last two weeks in korea if you've been listening oh, to this podcast and, and hiking and yeah he went three days hugging a mountain um trying not to get eaten by bears but sean let me help you yes, out please. let's start out going with beautifly so beautifly is the first card i want to talk about today this is 130 hp grass pokemon it is a stage two for anyone who does not know it evolves from silcoon and wormple beautifly has the ability elate draw once during your turn you may draw cards from your deck until you have six cards in your hand so this is cool, Sean. We like Bibberol, right? Bibberol with the uh, the beaver the beaver ability. I mm -hmm. can't remember what it is it's off the top of my head, but it allows you to draw up to five cards, right? Beautifly is six. Now it is a stage two, so it is a little bit different. And the Silcoon is not like a Drizzile to where no. it's actually important and useful. So probably a lot of times when you're using a beautifly if you want to get the beautifly out you're going to be using like rare candy yeah. right you're going to be using rare candy get that wormful straight into a beautifly um but i like this card sean i don't know if it's really got a place i don't know if it's really going to be good because all you have is uh like to find it all you really have is the evolution incense and ultra ball well you right? have the stadium card that lets oh, you get yeah, you have the stadium the as well i forgot yeah. about that yeah turf field stadium yeah um you don't have several of these options for long no right once our <laughs> rotation true. hits in january so uh, now is probably the best time to use it but 
Yeah, that's what I would say about uh, that. If you uh, want to know about the dust talks, the counterpart, Sean, um, if you scroll down just a little bit more, Colorless, Colorless, Abyss, Power, your opponent's X Pokemon is now confused in Poison. During the checkup phase, put eight damage counters on that Pokemon instead of one. This is like how Galarian Weezing works with the Poison. So instead of one damage counter, you put on eight, which could be a little bit cheeky for your stall decks. But actually, with the options between Beautifly and uh, Dust Tox for like a control deck, I mean, you get to draw a bunch of cards with Beautifly, right? You know, Beautifly allows you to draw all your cards from the deck, right? At a certain point, because six is a lot of cards, I feel like. Um, yeah. Dustox could be an option for just stalling out your opponent. You know, you, you gust them up, you confuse them, right? Maybe you poison them too. I don't, I don't know. Little cheeky, little cheeky, Sean. Yeah, I mean, it's a stage two, which is pretty slow. Uh, Look. For me, <laughs> like, the one thing I will say for me, I think this Beautifly, you know, I, I am also a fan of meme decks a little bit. And if you think about it, Jake, there's a lot of cards now that let you draw cards, which, like, yeah. it's pretty wild if you think, like, so I see this Beautifly and I'm like, okay, can somebody make a Bibarel? Beautifly Crobat deck and see like can you draw you want to deck yourself out yeah. turn one can you, how many cards can you draw in one turn if you if were to you build... go second <laughs> yes can you like I just want somebody to build an oops all draw engine deck I was gonna say you could use Hisuian uh, Decidueye uh, V Star but that means you that would be your second turn that wouldn't be the first turn because it has the V Star power of discarding your hand and drawing seven well you can't bibarel and beautifly anyways on your first turn right yeah you can't do that anyway so so it's second turn it can't be in that deck well you can't do it all in the first but you can just like if you build a deck that was like how many cards can you draw as quickly as possible i think it'd be kind of funny this that's is like when fun. that's like when we had dedene and crobat yes. in the format dedene gx and crobat v uh, that was a wild time where ADP got to draw a ton of cards. But, Sean, what <laughs> yeah. do you want to talk about next? Uh, I'm just scrolling down. A lot of the basic grass, like the, the single prize, is not that interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, except, I think we'll stop on this shiftery for a second. I would love to talk about this shiftery. Sean, tell me what this card does and why we're talking about it. So, the card... Uh, it is a basic, it's a stage two, JK, 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 stage two. So probably less playable by that way. But it is one of the new Lost Zone cards. So for those that don't remember, the Lost Zone is kind of like this other area in the Pokemon TCG. It's not your deck. It's not your tr discard or, or anything. It's like out of the game. Once cards go there, they, they are never to return. They're um, meant to die. Exactly. So the first attack for one grass... 50 damage and switch your opponents active with one of your one of their bench. I don't know. Situationally it could be interesting. The second attack though is actually kind of interesting because it is one grass energy still, but it does 210 damage, and you put this Pokemon and all cards attached to it in the lost zone. And there are other cards in the set that do, I believe, more damage based on the number of cards you have in the lost zone, if I'm correct. Mm -hmm. So yeah. this is a big card to be like, hey, like if you can do a bunch of damage, 
then this card, which if you've evolved it fully, right? Basic stage one, stage two, plus the energy. That's four cards that you're putting into the Lost Zone to power up whatever's next. And um, that doesn't even count like Choice Belt, yep. right? If you attach a Choice Belt to it, if you attach some sort of special energy onto it, I don't know why you would, but maybe you do because you have to have a turn at least to power up the Nuzleaf, you, right? You, you can get an extra card attached to it. You Leon, maybe? Yeah, well, 30 the... More. Well, yeah, that's for the extra damage, not yeah. necessarily for the Lost Zone. But, yeah, this card, in my opinion, is really, really sweet. And if you're watching this on YouTube slash Spotify, the video version of this podcast, you will notice throughout this entire episode as we're talking about different cards that the Lost Zone cards have this beautiful, cool design. Like, when you pull a card and you're looking through your bulk pile, you will know exactly which cards interact with the Lost Zone because Pokemon has implemented this, like, spooky wave, like, kind of smoky, colorful design, yeah. like, on the border of the art. And I believe we talked about it when Colrus was announced. I believe I so. think. We, we, we talked about it as well with a little bit of uh, Giratina V-Star, which we'll get yeah. to in a bit. And it, so it's just like a really, really cool thing. And so this is the first one in the set list of, you know, a Lost Zone interaction, really. So it's very, I love this card, Sean. Yeah, I think if they ever reprinted doll, the doll cards, like the Lily's Polka Doll or, you know, Robo mm -hmm. Substitute, which are cards that like don't give up prizes, basically. I think this is a cool card to consider comboing with because you could hit for a bunch of damage. It goes away, so your opponent doesn't have something in the... So you have to put something else in the active. You put something else that doesn't give up a prize card. And then, unless your opponent has Gust, it's just they're wasting their turn again. And then, you know, you can kind of rinse and repeat a little bit. A little bit. But <laughs> a, a lot bit. of bit, Sean. And you know what you can... Uh, make the game go a lot of bit ways is Trevenant. Number 16. Okay. This is a stage one Pokemon evolving from Phantom, 120 HP grass Pokemon. It has an interesting ability, Old Tree Barrier. If this Pokemon is knocked out by damage from your opponent's Pokemon V's attack, your opponent does not take a prize. And in terms of attacking, it does have an attack. Grass, grass, colorless, Giga Impact for 150. This Pokemon can attack during your next turn. Trevenant cards are always really interesting, Sean. And this one is no different. It reminds me of Sheninja. You might yeah. remember that I love my guru Sheninja days. And uh, even though this is a little bit different than Sheninja, I'm still really excited about it. Yeah, you might see people like... if I think for me, this card, I see this as like you build a whole deck of like a 4-4 line, a Phantom Trevenant. And the whole purpose of your deck is to never give up a prize card or like effectively, like what you're trying to do is mm -hmm. cycle it so that you always have a bench full of mostly Trevenants and maybe a Phantom. And what you do is you force your opponent to use all of their gusting to grab the Phantoms before you evolve them. Or like the support Pokemon that you have on the field. 
Yeah. Oh, I mean, I mean, like, you know, hopefully you don't have too many support Pokemon because the goal mm -hmm. would be to, like, get them to use all of the gusting they may have in their deck, which most people are only running maybe two bosses orders, right? Right now. So, like, mm -hmm. you know, you only have two gusts. And then if you're able to do this and then things like, you know, Ordinary Rod, I believe, and you recycle in or Clara, you know, other cards, you can get those cards back into your deck or into your hand so that you can kind of rinse and repeat. If you can do that, you know, consistently, which is hard because it, you know, it's not easy. But if you can do that consistently and also power up this Trevenant every turn almost, then Gardenia. yeah. Exactly. Gardenia, Cherum. Yeah, Cherum is a great example. So, like, you get them to use up all of their gusting, and then you bring the Cherum out, and then mm -hmm. you can power things up, and they can't gust the Cherum anymore. So I think this is, like, a whole deck in and of itself. I don't know if it is consistent or good enough, because um, it doesn't really have, to the point we were talking about earlier, like, it doesn't have an infinite loop like Shininja Guru did. Yeah, like, the thing that, the thing that made Shininja good, right, was that you could guru all of these things inside yeah. of it. Like, it did take, um, a couple more steps than what we were saying, because in, in Shininja loop, like, you would have to rotate, um, turns between some supporters and, and, uh, Brock's Grit. Mm -hmm. To really get back your Shininja line, to get back your Gurus, things like that. You know, because Guru only got you back three cards from your discard pile into your deck. So you had to utilize Brock's Grit. Um, but, you know, it was still pretty decent and it was still pretty good. And it was still a deck that I loved playing. <laughs> yeah. And, and like, so the only downside, again, is this only stops a V attacks. So mm -hmm. what... The, the 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 problem with this one we don't know what the pokemon scarlet and violet um actually we do are they're not pokemon v's anymore they're ex right yeah 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 we yeah, do they're ex's so, we talked about it a couple weeks ago so like it's if, been a while yeah yeah if you want to play around with this card do it now because once ex's come out this card is trash it doesn't it yeah, literally yeah. doesn't work anymore it just <laughs> yeah for limited time, yeah. you can get this card for a good price. But, Sean, let's move on to the next one. Let's go into the fire Pokemon now. We got Makarko, right? This is the next Pokemon that interacts with the Lost Zone in the set. 130 HP. Oops, sorry. Stage 1, fire Pokemon. First attack, fire, 30 damage. Black, gross, bad. Uh, second attack, arguably not, not necessarily bad, but... I think these Lost Zone attacks are all interesting in their own right. For Fire, Fire, Colorless, Abysmal, Volcano, 220 damage. Put all energy attached to this Pokemon in the Lost Zone. So, the thing that I like about these Pokemon, Sean, these Lost Zone Pokemon, is they have realistic attack costs, right? Two or three energies is not like an out-of-the-realm, you know, absurd attack cost for 220 damage i feel like you know shiftery doing the 210 damage right yeah. for one energy that's a little bit more extreme though um 200 what if you did shiftery and trevenant i mean yeah that is a oh strategy. that would be cool anyways let's keep talking about Macargo. <laughs> um abysmal volcano i mean you're doing 220 damage which is a hefty amount of damage right um they're almost knocking out v's or v stars with yep. their attacks so definitely like knocking out v's 
but um v stars they're at least putting a good good chunk of damage and then putting the energy in the loss zone which will talk about interactions of that later so i think it's cool to mention these like loss zone pokemon even if they're not the greatest yeah i mean it's a tough one because you're putting all of this like you're putting all this energy like with shift read there's only one energy that goes into the loss zone and mm -hmm. you have to think about your deck i think as like typically the decks that have performed the best throughout time have actually like weirdly low energy counts because that opens up space for like all of these other cards you have tech card options and so decks that would require you to like put extra energy in just to throw them away the only card deck that i can the only decks i can remember that did a lot of that would be card decks like blacephalon and you know, firebox decks. Yeah, um, towards towards right. firebox deck is like the first one that I think of because he had like what eighteen energies or something exactly. like that, and people lost their minds. They were like, "What is this a theme deck?" <laughs> but like, you know, it's a lot of energy, and but like the benefit of that is like every time you use an attack, you usually got a KO instantly, and also you mm -hmm. can get the energy back. You can't with this. So this is why I'm like this card. I agree. It's interesting to touch on it, but. This one might not see as much play, in my opinion. Yeah, I I would agree. It probably won't see as much play. But what card do you think maybe could see some play, Sean? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, look, I'll mention Chandelure briefly. For the mill fans out there, the ability when you evolve, play this card from your hand to evolve a Pokemon, you may discard the top three cards of your opponent's deck. The benefit here is we have to remember there is a Lampant still in standard that mm -hmm. if you draw it from the top of your deck to start your turn, you can put it directly onto the battlefield, right? Yes. Um, and I don't think you can evolve it that same turn. You would still have to wait one turn. Yes, yeah. I believe so, because it's not the checkup phase. It's the start of your turn when you draw the card. Yeah. So, look, this is like... Because we have two cards that could interact in that way, like you can get a free play of a stage one and then go into the stage two the following turn. We you do have Guru. You do have you do have Guru. There's like there's stuff, right? There so maybe there's a world in which like a Sander, right, or somebody figures out how to break this card. I don't think it's broken because it is a stage two, it requires lots of other stuff, but you never know just an honorable mention of a card there we will talk a little bit about del fox vr first ultra rare pokemon that we're talking about here on this podcast today 210 hp basic pokemon fire type it is if you can't tell from the uh, video a lost zone pokemon so awesome to see an ultra rare of v getting some lost zone interactions First attack, fire, spooky, torture, opponent's axe Pokemon is now burned and confused. The second attack, fire, fire, colorless, magical fire, 120 damage. Put two energy cards attached to this Pokemon in the lost zone. This attack also does 120 damage to one of your opponent's bench Pokemon. So this is pretty much rapid strike Urshifu, mm -hmm. Sean. 120, I mean, you have to go to the active in comparison to Rapid Strike Urshifu, but 120 and 120 on the bench. So very, very cool, in my opinion. Again, three energies 
is not the most out of the realm ordinary attack you know attach Raihan uh magma basin yep. right we've seen it in other decks do that same thing so this is kind of that same spot i mean i like it yeah I, this one comes down to what does the math look like right if mm -hmm. you're playing because i think for this one you have to play i i would say a primarily fire-based deck because of the amount of fire energy you would need in the deck for mm -hmm. this to work because you're lost zoning energy um so it, i think this one depends on like does the math of the 120 placement usually 120 to two pokemon is a pretty good that's a high number like yeah. you're active and especially because you can have like choice belts and stuff like yep. that too for 150 exactly. to the active at least that's exactly right so like you know I, I think this one becomes like what can you combo this card with to do some cleanup damage um i don't know if this if there is something i can't think of anything off the top of my head but like could be an interesting card i think on its own i don't think it is the star of a deck i don't personally think you'll see a delphox v deck the same way that you see because rapid strike urshifu has the benefit of the rapid strike energy doesn't go away and it's it's a beefier pokemon i mean it kind of it kind of goes away the rapid strike energy <laughs> kind of but like also rapid strike urshifu is a big pokemon right so it's probably yeah. not getting knocked out but Delphox V is almost certainly getting knocked out in response. So I don't know who the partner with this guy is yet. The first one I think of is Arceus V-Star, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, we saw for a while a good Arceus V-Star Charizard VMAX deck, mm -hmm. right? I kind of see the same way. You know, you attack with the Arceus V-Star, right? You use the 210 or the 180 or... 200 depending on your damage modifiers that you have on the Arceus. you put a lot of damage onto a v star or v max pokemon if we're talking about the flying pikachu or whatever and then you come in with delphox right you clean up and you do setup damage to another pokemon in the following turn because Arceus, you know 180 to 210 right in terms of damage or 230 even you know if they don't use the the double turbo energy you have 120 at least coming after that so yeah that's where i see delphox fitting in uh indexes in that sort of spot and that can help you not only with the energy acceleration right we've seen rca's power up plenty of three energy pokemon um but also could help you prepare you know for getting them in the lost zone or whatever and yeah. plus, like you're pulling you're pulling those energies out of the deck, right? So if you're running kind of a lower energy count, um, Arceus can still get you those energies because Arceus V Star is so good. That's a good point. And and like I think the benefit of this one is also because you're running fire energies in the deck, mm -hmm. you have access now to Radiant Charizard, which we saw how powerful that can be. As like especially like I mean people were using it early game, but especially as like a late game card. Um, if you can have cards that cycle it, that does make sense. Actually, that's a nice like combo. And with EXs coming out, those numbers are gonna. I think that 120 might be just enough to knock out those big, you know, EX Pokemon. Yeah, I think Delphox, in my opinion, like we didn't make a buy list or anything no. like that. But I would, I would take a hold of these Delphox V's. You know, to, to get your Delphox V's now. But Sean, what else should people look out for? Uh, uh, I mean, I don't think Pyroar. 
I don't think burn is particularly amazing. Pyroar, I will say, with the ability to put four damage counters for burn instead of two. Okay. Yeah, like, look, if there becomes a burn deck, this is like Toxicroak. If you remember yeah. the old Eternatus VMAX deck. But, like, the thing with Toxicroak is Toxicroak stacks. Yeah. You know, uh, oh, this does. Just, it does? Oh, no, it says put four instead of two. It doesn't yeah, say so double. Yeah, so it's not like yeah. it's, yeah, it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't say add two. Yeah, that's It just true. says put two. So it's silly. It's silly, Sean, I will say. Yeah, I'm looking through this here. Uh... Sean, jump over to Kingdra. Kingdra, 150 HP water Pokemon. It's a stage two, evolving from Seedra and Horsey. It has the ability Surging Current. Once during your turn, you may choose either you or your Pokemon. That player shuffles their hand and puts it at the bottom of their deck, then draws four cards. Sean, this Kingdra has the choice <laughs> of who gets Marnied. And it's just one person. This is a really interesting choice of an ability yeah. to put on a Pokemon, in my opinion. I mean, Forget about the attack. Water colorless, Hydro Splash, 130 damage. Forget it. I just want to talk about the ability. It is an interesting ability. Again, it's like, it's a stage two. So you're just sort of like, are we ever going to see anybody use this? Maybe. But one of the things as well is, you know, we've talked about some of these stage two Pokemon and it's like, the chandelier is like when you put this Pokemon from your hand to evolve. Yeah. This is every single yeah, your turn. This is every single your turn. That is when is, this Pokemon is out on the field. And and for players out there who who have experienced Marnie and all of its pain, um, like the ability, like you would look at this Kingdra and you're like, am I really gonna waste a gust in order to knock out a one prize Kingdra? Probably not. But, like, then if your opponent basically has a free Marnie every turn for themselves or you, doesn't matter, right? But, like, probably against you. You're just sitting there like, oh, this feels so bad. My hand is always going away. And uh, tr truthfully, I'm not 100% sure what deck this will fit in, what archetype. <laughs> but know. reminder that we have Irida in this format. And remember how p impactful Irida has been for Palkia decks, right? Water-based decks. Iridia allows you to grab a water Pokemon and an item card. Kingdra Rare Candy. That's a Ooh. very, that is a very good point, Jake. That is, and actually the interesting thing there, you could Kingdra Rare Candy, and I like how they give you the option then to do it to yourself because then you can shuffle your own hand and draw another four. So like, if you are It's playing, effectively two supporters. Yeah, that's actually... I, I did not think about that. So that Eerie, to, uh, it almost is like it makes up for the fact that you're using your supporter to get this set up. But then if you have the Palkia, if you have enough things in your hand that all you need is like one other card and you have like capacious buckets to find your waters, you have Ultra Balls or Evolution Incense, you'll find your Heck, V-Stars. You, you have your V-Star power to put your energies right. on. Like Honestly, that's... I actually... Jake, I think you have found the home for this card right look, here. Look, 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 look. I'm not going to sit here and say that this Kingdra is filthy, busted, broken. It's going to be in the next world championship deck, right? It's going to win the next regional, the first one that it's legal in. But I think that out of, you know, Lost Origin, the mm. set, I think this is a card that not a lot of people are talking about. And I just think is really, really cool. Yeah. I Like, think this is, it's set, it's put it in a position 
Like, I think any other set in any other, like, um, what am I thinking of? Format. Era, meta, format? Yeah. Thank you. I think in, like, any other format, this card is whatever. It's a bulk card. We put it away. But I think with the stuff that's currently out and the stuff that has come out recently, like, this Kingdra's in a cool spot, in my opinion. I like that. Yeah. If you're playing Palkia right now and you want to keep playing it post-Lost Zone, at least play around with it. Play around with the Kingdra <laughs> line and the Irida combo that Jake mentioned. I like that. Especially a lot. when Drizzle rotates. Yeah. Yeah. You know, could this be could this be a big help when Drizzle rotates? I don't know. But um it also well, it does say once during your turn. It doesn't say, you know, like it I was thinking like what if you use multiple Kingdras in a single turn? I think for like do it for you and your opponent. But I don't can you do it in this? I don't know, because it doesn't say you can only use one Surge and Current ability. But yeah, maybe but that would says, be a rule of one Surge. Any, yeah, that's a good judge I really question. think you'd want to do it more than that. Any, I don't think you'd want to do it more than once anyways. But no, probably that's, not. that's just me. But, Sean, yeah. do you know the next card that you want to talk about? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with Finian right here. So, yeah. I think this Finian, I, I just looked at it, and I'm like, maybe I got something. Oh, nope, JK. I, I read the ability, and I'm like, wait, attach a water energy to one of your Pokemon? That has this swim freely. JK, moving on. I will say, though, that was one <laughs> of the uh, pre-release cards, Sean. And um, okay. there's a couple Pokemon in here that have the swim freely attack. I will mention the Dugong which we okay. didn't really talk about. We passed by the Seedra that evolves into the Kingdra, which we were talking about rare candy to skip the Seedra. So yeah. that's a little bit unfortunate. And then last one is Luminion. Luminion, um, 10 damage, flip a coin, prevent all effects of attacks done to this Pokemon during your opponent's next turn. I think I'd rather play Ambipom. So, yeah. Unfortunate, but uh, we move on, Sean. We move on. Let's talk a little bit about Hisuian Basket Legion, because I think this is like our first Basket Legion card. I Basket think. Legion or, or Basculin? I... Oh, this is Hisu. I think that's a typo. Oh, okay. Because this Could is be on the picture on Poke Beach. This might be a thing where Poke Beach just finds out if you've copied and pasted. This is definitely Basculegion okay. on the cover. Evolves from Hisuian Basculin. Its first attack for no cost to you at all. Spear climb 20 times damage. This attack does 20 damage for each basic energy card in your discard pile. Then shuffle those cards into your deck. A free attack, all you have to do is evolve, which, by the way, you can constantly do this with Zorark, but it kind of reminds me of the Victini uh, Prism Star. Yeah, and the nice thing about this... I think it's literally the same thing, except not a basic Pokemon. Yeah, it's not a basic, but it also doesn't have any energy, energy cost, right? So, like, with Victini Prism... Which I Prism, believe Victini was, too. It was. You had to um, Welder if you wanted to pull it off in one turn, which also meant with that Victini... You had to always count your energy to make sure that you still had two left in the deck if you wanted maximum mm -hmm. value. But with this, doesn't matter if there's any energy left in your deck. You use the attack, you shuffle it all back in. You know, Bob's your uncle. Um, I, Bob's your <laughs> uncle. Yeah, you know. Uh, I, but I also like that this does not specify water energy. 
important mm -hmm. to note it is a water pokemon but it just has basic energy so this card i i could see it if you're running if there ever is another like high energy count deck um that isn't lost zoning its energy i'll say mm -hmm. uh, yeah like this is a really good partner to be like you know if you throw one one copy in here late game uh and then you you can pull this attack off for no energy the one question i would have about 20x is is that enough damage these days because with victini prism star it was a lot of effort to do a one-hit knockout and that was three years ago when the biggest things in the format were like 270 hp basically yeah and now especially with those stage two ex's we see coming with 330 and that's still only giving up two prizes it's not a three-prizer I don't know how easy it's going to be to hit those numbers for those knockouts at a 20x. So that's the one thing I could see holding this card back. It'll be interesting to see what it does. But Sean, we do have a three star Pokemon three star. Three prize. I mean, it's basically three stars. Um, three prize Pokemon that we can talk about. Curum VMAX, our first three prize Pokemon in this set list that we're talking about. It evolves from Curum V at 330 HP. Ability with Ice World. Once during your turn, you may discard the top card of your deck. If it's a water energy, attach it to one of your Pokemon. So I talked about Oranguru, at least for a little bit in the uh, earlier in the podcast. Oranguru can help you out with this to get a free attachment on here its attack is water 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 just three waters max frost 120 plus damage discard any number of water energy from this pokemon this attack does 50 more damage for each energy card discarded in this way now there's no max to this attack it is uncapped not only do you have ice world the ability but you still have frost moth in the format to be able to power you up you still have the drizzle engine to power you up you still have uh, raihan yeah. as well to power you up and, so and these these abilities i'm pretty sure they do stack yes so if yes you have so you could like these, shadow rider it <laughs> yeah um, you could shadow rider it and just discard your entire deck basically well at least four um at most four, I should say. And uh, hopefully attach some water energies. Yeah. Uh, it does say if it's a water energy, attach it to one of your Pokemon. Um, so what I'm trying to get at is you have to attach it. Yes. Right. It's not a you may kind of thing or you can. It is a you have to um, because that's public knowledge. You know, that card hitting your discard pile. So a little bit different, but. I do. I like this, though. Uh, I'm thinking about, like, because Palkia, I don't think it's a partner for Palkia necessarily because it does seem to want to do different things. Mm -hmm. um, but, like, with Palkia, the reason that Palkia was so um, takedownable by one deck is because it had that, you know, lightning weakness. And there was a lightning card in the format that was good. I don't know if there's a metal... If there's really like, cause this one's weak to metal. So like, I don't know, like this one could be an interesting alternative if you want to play a water deck. Um, and not the worry thing about that weakness. I would, the thing that I would say about that is, I mean, Dialga V-Star, we talked about it on the podcast. Like, yeah. I mean, 
uh, Frank Persick hyped up, you know, Dialga. Dialga. Yeah, we did too. Sean did at least. Hyped up Dialga uh, V-Star. And I think it would kind of be that same thing, you know, People, people didn't hype up flying Pikachu until it started popping up in events and like Azul won with it and stuff. Or I think Azul took it to a tournament first and mm -hmm. then won with it at NAIC and then, you know, Worlds, which we talked about it plenty of. But I think it would kind of be that same thing to where like if Kurum did become in the meta and all Palkia decks just started playing a one or a 2-2 line of Kyurem VMAX, or Kyurem VMAX became its own deck, then sure, like, I mean, counters would come up with, like, Dialga V-Star, you know? Yeah. It would be kind of that meta shift type of deal. I do I do like this. I don't know. I'm thinking about this, and I'm like, it's actually, it's maybe more similar to Blacephalon GX in some ways. Mm -hmm. Now, it's very different in, in a lot of ways, but, like... Yeah, it's, it's very different in the effect that, you know, these are just going to the discard pile instead of the... Yeah. Which you could combo this with Basque Legion! You could, yeah. Oh, my goodness, Sean! I mean, th there is something... I don't know. There's something to this deck. I don't know if it's quite enough, but it definitely does more damage for the amount of energy attached to it than Lapras VMAX. And I know that mm -hmm. card early on in the Sword and Shield world. People um, love that card. Yeah, that was a that was a you know an interesting deck, people. But it was just not powerful enough. But I think this is maybe the more powerful version. So I don't know if th that was a style of play that you really liked. I think Kieran VMAX is your is your shot. It'll be interesting, and I think it's going to be one of the cheaper like VMAXs. Yeah to be able to play but sean do you want to talk about the next one yeah it's cramorant it's another lost zone card here ability lost supply if you have four or more cards in your lost zone ignore all energy in this pokemon's cost so you know if you're playing a lost zone deck it's pretty easy to have that and then you get basically a free attack to do 110 damage that isn't affected by weakness now i think the only benefit of this is if you need something to come in as a one prizer and just poke a little 110, that's what this card is a perfect, it's a perfect one of in a deck. And, and also, like, it has to be a Lost Zone deck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's not a Lost Zone deck, this it, has to be, it has to be a Lost Zone deck. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is okay. It's interesting. I don't know. I It's cool. I like it. Look, it, it's also, like, if there is ever, you know, decks that, like, that are trying to wall you out. I'm thinking of like mill tank, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, once I get the cards in the lost zone, I have 110 damage. Like how much does mill tank, like, is that enough to kill a mill tank you think? Or is a mill tank a little beefier? Uh, well, I mean, mill tank also plays, um, choice, not choice belt, uh, big charm. Okay. So, so it it's a little bigger. tougher, but the miracle body milk tank, the basic one does have 110 base HP. Well, so, so you know, you throw a tool jammer on this bad boy. Yeah, put tool scrappers back in yeah. your deck, people. We, I keep talking about that card, <laughs> and we gotta do it sometime, right? It's gonna rotate soon. I know. We don't have much longer to hype up tool scrapper. But I, I oh, like boy. this. If you're playing a lost zone deck, and and you know, mill tank is gonna probably be around because that deck is not. It's not a bad card. It's you know, 110. They've clearly made you a one of that can just poke all of the annoying bits out too anyways jake what's the I next will card? say 
I kind of want to talk about the Raichu down here. Lightning Pokemon, 120 HP. Stage one evolves from Pikachu. It's got two attacks. One being uh, colorless, or I'm sorry, not colorless. A lightning energy cost. 30 damage. Flip a coin. If hedge your opponent's active Pokemon is now paralyzed. Okay. And then uh, lightning colorless colorless. This is what I want to talk about. Because this is the first time I've seen something like this. Trump Spark, 100 plus damage. If you've used your V-Star power, this attack does 120 more damage. Now, it's not necessarily, you know, the best attack, you know, in terms of cost, damage, output, stuff like that. But I think it's interesting because this is the first time I've seen a card be like, if you've used your V-Max attack, or I'm sorry, uh, your GX power. attack, yeah. or your V-Star power, you get more or some sort of interaction with that. So I just think that's a really cool thing to note I about think, it. And I'm, I think the only, there might've been a card way back in like 2019 that like was like your opponent can't use their GX attack for the rest of the game. Oh yeah. That was the, that was the Latios GX. Uh, maybe, or, or no, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, That was Latios GX. Because yeah. I played it in decks. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to... Yeah. So there are things that have interacted, I guess. But, like, this one is interesting because it's trying to remember the past game state instead of predicting future or dictating. Yeah, and it's not like it's not like uh, Pokemon Ranger, right? Yeah. And Expanded, you know, playing against ADP where you nullify that extra prize of effect. This is just like a... Uh, this is just like a, hey, you used it. Cool. Good, good <laughs> you job. You know, like... It's it's cool in my opinion. It's a cool cool interaction. But Sean, what else has cool cool interactions? You think? Uh, I mean, we could probably just skip down to the Magnezone. I don't think there's anything else. Yeah, I like Magnezone. Yeah. So I mean, I I will say briefly on the Magnezone V, it does have a gusting attack uh, for mm -hmm. one lightning, one colorless. Switch your opponent's bench with their one of their bench with their active, and you do forty damage to it. So it's like one of those like. I think they're like drag up or drag off type abilities uh, or attacks that cards have had in the past. Um, so, you know, depending on what you're playing against, it can be an interesting way to get a little bit of setup damage in. But other than that, um, you have Magnet Grip on the V-Star, uh, 270 HP V-Star. It does Lightning Colorless Colorless, 180. Search your deck for two item cards, reveal them, put them into your hand, and then shuffle your deck. That... That's actually pretty good. 180 damage, which is a, a decent amount. It's two-shotting. And you get mm -hmm. to search your deck for two item cards, which, like, I don't know exactly what item cards you really want to grab with this. I'm not sure yet. Probably um, just a bunch of setup cards. Or you could you grab could. things like cross switchers yeah. or, or something like that, you yeah. know, to be, able to, to be able to gust up your Pokemon. Yeah. Um, so, cause like, I also think about like maybe an expanded, this might be pretty good cause you can go grab electro powers, but I, I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, I don't know. That may not matter no. in expanded. Yeah. I don't know. I think expanded might just be a little bit too fast for this guy. Yeah. Um, and plus like if it was, if it was like a V star power, you know, grab two items from your deck, maybe then, but you know, you're you're using an attack and then grabbing the electro powers and you can't use it until your next turn. And it's yeah. expanded, Sean. This Pokemon is getting knocked it's, out, it's you know, done so. so that's fair. Uh, and then the V star power is an attack Two lightning does 90 damage to two of your opponent's bench Pokemon. 
there is the um and it doesn't specify v or v star there is the um tool card that will do an extra what is it 30 30 yeah so so you do 120 120 to two you know that could you know in certain games that could take you maybe four prizes um i guess there's a theory theoretically six prizes but i don't know what has two v maxes on the bench that have that much damage but cure them yeah maybe maybe <laughs> uh but like you know it's interesting snipe damage um i don't know i i think for me this is a middling card i could be very wrong here what do you think jake i think it's i mean it's fine i mean it's cool it's really really cool um and the uh, lightning being lightning colorless colorless allows you to also um not only power it up in a single turn with double turbo energy yeah. but it gives you a little bit of options um in terms of different pokemon that are attacking yeah. so i and plus like getting two item cards especially like early to mid game can be really really good in helping you set up the rest of your board state and put you in a much better position for the late game or following turns things like that so long as you don't get like marnie or anything like <laughs> or that or roxanne or yeah See, that, roxanne that's that's always the issue with some of these type of attacks which is like they're great in theory but as long as you have hand disruption support it's on the other side they're always going to like minimize the value of this card mm -hmm. but jake you know what i'm looking at you're looking at the Rotom. I think we've talked about this Rotom before on the podcast, so yeah. we won't spend too much time on it. It's a basic 190 HP lightning Pokemon V with the ability Instant Generator. Once during your turn, you may draw three cards. If you use this ability, your turn ends. It also has lightning, lightning attack, scrappy short circuit, 40 plus damage. You may put any number of Pokemon tool cards from your discard pile into the Lost Zone. This attack does 40 more damage for each card put into the Lost Zone this way. Cool, Sean. I mean, Rotom always interacts with the Lost Zone, and so here it is again. I mean, look, I would say, like, I don't know how powerful this deck is, because, like, you can power this up in one turn. Attach Raihan. You can get some speed lightning energy onto this, uh, draw some extra cards, and it has the ability like Zacian V, right? A lot of people use Zacian not not necessarily to power up their their Pokemon, but just to draw cards on turn one. So like, it's also good at preventing you from having a really bricked hand super early. Mm -hmm. um, so lots of benefits here. Uh, the problem with putting all of those Pokemon tool cards from your dis pile, discard pile into Lost Zone, you need to play a bunch of tools. And then you need to put them all into the Lost Zone, which means you can't really do this attack for a lot of damage more than like once in a game, maybe twice. Yeah, because remember that the more tool cards that you're putting into your deck, the less of like consistency cards you're putting into your deck. You know, your your Ultra Balls, your Research, things like that. Like, it's a mixed bag of nuts, I would say, yeah. in this deck. Yeah, I... I'm just not sure about it. Like, the only deck... I don't know. Maybe it goes in other decks. Like, it's it's a good attack if you want to get a bunch of cards into the Lost Zone for another Pokemon to, to attack with or whatever. And, like, this can do it really quick, you know? But, again, you're filling your deck up with tool cards then. And, like, that's just not great. 
Uh, I will say, what else is not great, Sean? Electrike, 80 HP Stage 1 Pokemon evolving from Tynemo ability, Emergent Shock. Once during your turn, when you play this card from your hand to evolve a Pokemon, you may flip a coin if head your opponent's axe Pokemon is now paralyzed. Shock Lock is maybe coming maybe. back. But, like, you have to flip standard. a coin. If you have to flip a coin. I mean, there's the uh, there's that one card, the, the stadium, that allows nope. you to reef... Oh no, it doesn't. Only, I thought it's it allowed only for you. attacks. Oh, never mind. Never yeah, mind. Anyway, Sean. <laughs> let's move on to Clefairy, because I think Clefairy is actually <laughs> a really, really cool card, Sean. 60 HP basic Pokemon, psychic Pokemon with the ability Moon Watching. Once during your turn, if this Pokemon is in the active spot, you may search your deck for a psychic energy and attach it to each of your bench Clefairy. Oh. Then shuffle your deck. Very, very cool. The Clefairy's teaming up. Colorless, colorless, colorless is the attack on this Pokemon. Wonderstorm, 20 times damage. Attack does 20 damage for each psychic energy attached to your Pokemon. And so, Sean, this is search your deck, right? Uh-huh. Clefairy, you could escape rope. Clefairy, you could uh, do the old switch card. Clefairy, you could use the air balloon. Clefairy. Yeah, yeah. A lot it does of Clefairy have... action going on. There is. And then you got uh, Scoop Up Net. Yeah. More Clefairy. If you want to. Clefairy. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then you can also evolve it into a uh, Stage 1 Clefable. All of your Pokemon take 30 less damage from attacks from your Pokemon's end Pokemon? From your opponent's. What does that mean? I don't know what is that means. Is that a type? I don't know what that means, actually. It. Yeah, uh, dragon. dragon. It looks like dragon. That's yeah, it looks like specific. dragon because I'm looking at the card. Um, okay, very cool. You can't apply one, more than one soul protection at a time. Psychic colorless, colorless moon impact, 90 damage. Disregard the Clefable. We're making a Clefairy only deck, Sean, Maybe. to pump out that damage. Again, though, this is a 20 times multiplier. And a 20 times multiplier. Yeah, but like you do the 20 times multiplier and you know what? You do Clefairy 800 times and you're stacking it up. Yeah, that's big. And this is also this is also a psychic type energy. Yeah. Right. So like this could be a Pokemon that, well, I highly doubt you'd be able to figure it out with like Soul Rock Lunatone as a different option (laughs) to attack. But like Shadow Rider right shadow rider could combo this and use this little guy as a one prize pokemon yeah i don't know i just like clefairy i like throwing energies everywhere on the board at all points in the game but sean what else do you like doing i mean i'll just i'll just mention this gengar it's one of the cards that's in the uh uh pre-release i believe so Mm -hmm. ability creeping back once during your turn you can put this card from your discard pile onto your bench if you do put three damage counters on this pokemon and then it's attack for one psychic, put two damage counters on your opponent's active Pokemon for each of their benched Pokemon. So they have five bench Pokemon, you're putting ten damage counters. This can come out of nowhere, right? You can ultra ball it away and then immediately bring it back, attach a psychic energy, and then get it into the active, put ten damage counters. That would get around any sort of damage negation stuff or, or any of that. And ten damage counters is quite a lot. Um so I don't know. I don't know ultimately like how good this card is, but I do like that it can kind of uh it is a come out of nowhere card for one energy. 
that is a single prizer, and I do like that. So, you know, honorable mention with this one. I agree. I think it's pretty fair in terms yeah. of a Pokemon. And if we keep going down, Sean, um, let's maybe go into... Do you want to go to Bennett? Uh, sure. Or, I'm what sorry, Gardevoir. Gardevoir, yeah. yeah no, 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 Radiant, no. Radiant Gardevoir. Gardevoir. Yeah. I'm sorry, I scrolled down too far. This is our first Radiant Pokemon of the set. Psychic, a basic Pokemon, 130 HP. Reminder, you can have no more than one Radiant Pokemon in your deck. It has the ability Devotion Veil. Your Pokemon take 20 less damage from your opponent Pokemon V's attacks. Psychic, colorless, colorless, psychic... 70 plus damage this attack does 20 more damage for each energy a card attached to your opponent's pokemon so a little cheeky i don't know i don't i mean the 20 could have some decent math right we've seen halucha add more damage to pokemon v max yeah. now we're seeing pokemon uh radiant pokemon take away damage from them and you know 20 could make all the difference in yeah. a uh in a in a in a battle yeah like i i don't know if this card is coming up but like i know that the gudra v star or something like that like if you're going with a tanking strategy this might be the radiant pokemon you pick if you want to throw one in um yeah could be interesting would be interesting we got to talk about other things sean we do this sableye real quick uh sableye lost mine one psychic it is a basic lost zone pokemon uh, you may use this attack only if you have 10 cards or more in the Lost Zone, which is quite a lot. Put 12 damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon and end play in any way you like. We talked about how good this Espeon and Deoxys basically, like, GX attack for one mm -hmm. energy is. It does require a lot of Lost Zone support, but the benefit is once you meet that, 12 damage counters spread any way you like. You've got to imagine, like, if you have been able to set up like two or three Pokemon on your opponent's side, like do a little damage here, a little damage there. And then all you have left to do is you can just do two or three of these Sableyes in a row. Damage counter prevention is, I. there's not a lot out there that stops damage counter prevention. Um, all there is is that one umbrella. Uh, umbrella, yeah. Right. Tool card. So like, unless people are going to start playing an umbrella, that umbrella, which it's unlikely this is like a really good way there used to be like a, a wheezing deck that was like a spread deck and i could see this being that deck now like as a single prizer you set a bunch of stuff up and then you go a couple of turns with the sableye and you take all your prizes in like one turn basically or two turns it'll be interesting i will say sableye is the coolest looking lost zone yep. pokemon i think it fits the pokemon super super well not in terms of just the colors but also the art style as well shibu shibuzo hopefully i uh, said that correctly probably not but anyway sean <laughs> let's talk about the next pokemon uh which one do you want to talk about do you want to keep going or i mean we got Bennett, right we could do you think there's anything interesting with this Bennett? But now with the ability, once during your turn, you may choose a supporter card from your discard pile, reveal it, and put it in your hand. If you do put this Pokemon in the Lost Zone, especially since it evolves from Shepard, it can help you get more Pokemon in the Lost Zone for Sableye's attack, while also being kind of like a Versus Seeker yeah. as well. And we know how cool that card is with that and Eldegoss both seeing play at different times in the last couple of years. Um it is, I will say, this is kind of nice, because you think about support Pokemon, right? Like Luminion mm -hmm. going and getting 
um, a supporter from the deck or Eldegoss going and getting it from the discard. The problem with those support Pokemon is you put them down onto the field, they do their thing, and then they're sat there. They take up a bench spot, which this one is nice because, you know, it, it's a choose. You don't have to use it when you evolve it. But when you do mm -hmm. use it, it clears space for more Pokemon. So, I don't know. Very specific deck, but could be interesting. Very interesting. Like Comfey is also very interesting, Sean. 70 HP basic Pokemon with the ability Flower Picking. Once on your turn, if this Pokemon's in the active spot, you may look at the top two cards of your deck and put one of them in your hand. Put the other in the Lost Zone. Very, very cool. It's like Jirachi, but Lost Zone. Yeah. <laughs> interesting interesting the amazing the amazing rare jirachi saying look at the two cards take one and put the other one is it on the top or the bottom uh on i the can't top. remember on the top but this one says ah forget the top of your deck go to the lost zone yeah. which i think is a is a nice little interaction yeah um oh my gosh there's so many so many cards in these sets jake uh, I know. Enamorous. I'm trying to like hurry. I it know. Up. <laughs> I know. Enamorous V ability. It's a. It's another V card. Guardian of Love. As long as this Pokemon is in the active, prevent all effects of your opponent's Pokemon's abilities done to your Pokemon with any psychic energy attached, except any Enamorous V. Uh, and then, does the attack matter? Uh, okay, you attach Hunter two damage. Basic. Attach up to two basic energy cards from your <clears throat> discard pile to your Pokemon in any way you'd like. That's ah, fine. I, I don't know. I unless there is some crazy ability that is messing with your Pokemon. I this one seems pretty weak. Yeah, I, w I would say let's move on okay. to the next card. Sean, let's go to Hisui and Arcanine real quick. Just want to talk about this stage one 130 HP fighting Pokemon for free. No energy cost. 10 plus damage. If you have no cards in your hand, this attack does 150 more damage. So Granbull yeah. is back, Sean. I believe Granbull had the same effect. People really, really liked Granbull as a deck. That was a stage one fairy Pokemon. This being a stage one fighting Pokemon, right? Perfect yeah. for the format. Whacking on the RCS V-Stars with 160, right? Base damage if you have no cards in your hand. That's pretty, uh, I mean, that knocks pretty out funny. the Arceus so yeah. on weakness. So could be interesting. Might want to keep your eye on it, Sean. But what else should you keep your eye on in this set? Uh, do, 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 do. I mean, look, the Machamp stage two. If your opponent has three or fewer prize cards, it gets plus 150, 300 HP. I don't think it's a great Pokemon, but like it's an interesting ability. But uh, I think we could skip right down to that Aerodactyl V. The Aerodactyl, we've talked about this because I think this is the most obscure attack ever in the history of the Pokemon trading card game. But first, it's a V-Star fighting Pokemon. 260 HP evolves from Aerodactyl V. The first attack, fighting colorless, colorless, lost dive, 240 damage. Put the top three cards of your deck in the lost zone, Sean. So hopefully they're not important cards. But <laughs> the V-Star power for one colorless cost as this Pokemon is in play, it gains an ability with the effect. Your opponent's Pokemon V in play, excluding any Aerodactyl V-Star, have no abilities. You can't use more than one V-Star power in a game. So you can put this guy down, right? You put this guy down. You have an energy attached to it. And you say, okay, you don't have any V-Star yeah. abilities, right? Yeah. You cannot use... 
RCSV Star's ability. You can't use Hisuian Decidueye's V Star power ability. You can't use Palkia's well, you, V Star power ability. You also so can't long use as this Crobat. Pokemon is in play. You also you can't also, use Crobat or Luminion. Yeah, you can't use Crobat to draw cards. You can't use Luminion. So it's interesting. And yeah, it, and this says as as this Pokemon is in play. So I think it's like yeah. this Aerodactyl V-Star. So you can't just have like two on the field and be like, ha 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 ha. Yeah. You know, it has to be <laughs> it has to be that one, I believe. So I don't know if it's gonna be good. I don't know if it's gonna be played. It's cheeky as heck, I'll say. Yeah. And it's I'm I'm still baffled by you know, whoever thought of this really like was someone said making a make a unique V-Star power and they said bet. Yeah, it, it is interesting. They chose to make this a, an attack. So mm -hmm. you you have to use this ability, this attack, and then it has to be in the active. So your opponent has one turn to knock it out. Effectively. No, it doesn't have to be in the active. It just has to be in play. Well, but it has to be in the active to use the attack. Oh, what? Well, okay, yeah, yeah. Now I know what you mean. So, Sorry. So it's like it's like a weird like if your opponent can immediately knock it out, then it's kind of like you've wasted everything. Mm -hmm. But you know, it depends. It just depends. Um, I, I could be strong in certain archetypes. I think could be really interesting as well as this barbarical 130 HP stage one Pokemon. It's a lost zone Pokemon. It's got the ability lost block. As long as this Pokemon is in play, your opponent puts any prize cards they would take in the lost zone instead of putting those cards into their hand. Kind of cool, kind of interesting. I don't know if it's really great, but I don't know. It's an interesting interaction with your prize cards that I don't know if we've really seen. I think the only other time that I can remember, at least as of late since we started playing, is Blacephalon GX with that GX attack. Yeah. Um, if it was Blastbird, I think it was, or something like that, whatever it was. Um, but it's it interacts with your your opponent's prize cards too, which is cool. Yeah, no, it it is interesting because it's like if you can lock your opponent's hand down, that was always the problem, right? If you lock your opponent's hand, but then they take a prize, maybe they draw a research or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. Kind of interesting. Uh, I guess the next one there is another Stone Journer. Uh, Attach two fighting energy from your hand to your Pokemon and play 120. Put the top card of your opponent's deck in the law zone. I don't know. Not that's so it's so much energy. Uh, yeah. Just moving on. Moving on. Indeed. Moving on to the Mew Killer as everyone's oh, screaming yes. and yelling Drapion. about Drapion V. Don't worry about its V star because all you need is the V. <laughs> the V, uh, 210 HP darkness basic Pokemon. The ability wild style. This Pokemon stacks are colorless less for each of your opponent's single strike, rapid strike, and fusion strike Pokemon in play. And with attack, that is four colorless energies. Mew is going to fill that void for a free 190 damage, doing 60 damage to yourself. But that's fine if you're trading three prizes to your... One. well two i mean but you're not even giving up prizes at that point you're no. just doing 60 damage to yourself to a deck that's probably gonna knock you out yeah so i mean sean I, yeah i would say pick up one copy of this anybody out yeah. there <laughs> as long as mew is is in format pick up one copy of drapion v and you're set and the cool thing about this drapion v is especially with three or i'm sorry four colorless costs in the attack 
you know, this can be fit in any deck yeah. as a tech card. Um, this could be literally anything. It can be a one of in your deck to just slap down, get it into the active, and just whack the Mew VMAX. Any other time, just discard it. It is yeah. a basic Pokemon, though. So there is a chance always that you're going to start it, which will feel really bad if you're not playing <laughs> against Mew VMAX. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe if you get stuck in a situation where you have to put it on the field in like an Arceus V-Star deck, right? You could just power it up with your energies and you know what? You can attack with it still. There are sure. a lot of, you know, there are a lot I of think... Rapid Strike and, and Fusion Strike cards out right now so you might be able to get a little bit of stuff off yeah and even if you don't that you just take the l you take the l there yeah, for the just... free dubs that you get against mew you do what you can but um sean hisuian raid radiant hisuian sneezlers say that five times fast oh, God. basic pokemon 150 hp dark pokemon again radiant pokemon the ability poison peak put two more damage counters on your opponent's poison pokemon during pokemon check up okay moving on to the next one sean i'll say radiant steelix metal pokemon 170 hp basic pokemon two attacks the first one just a colorless energy beam 20 damage attach up to two metal energies from your discard pile to this pokemon metal metal colorless 60 plus damage discard the card discard cards from the top of your deck until you have one card left in your deck. This attack does 30 more damage for each energy card discarded in this way. This is crazy. This is a wild, like, I don't know. Maybe it only works with the Hisuian Basculation. You have, you have Metal Saucer in your deck. <laughs> you have, this is wild in my I opinion. This, I this is I, look if somebody breaks this card great that's amazing but the problem is it's like you do the attack and then what you have one card left in your deck it's one of those things too where like if this card for some odd reason becomes like best deck in format <laughs> for whatever reason i don't know how but let's just let, just sure. humor me and says sure. it does your opponent plays uh what is that the stone journer or or like right? a one that's of durant discard yeah, just stone journer, right? Put the top card of your opponent's deck in the loss zone, and then you just lose. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> like the, the, that's the problem with this card. Anyway, it's, it's a funny card. But this is a sick card because you use this card at the beginning of the game and you can do like 800 damage. Sure. Because you're discarding like 40 cards in your deck. Sure, yeah. I mean, look, there might be a control deck out there that like, it's like, I just need to get my deck down to zero. And this card does that. <laughs> so it's a sweet it is the it is the meme card of the of the set. But you know what the poster child card is, Sean, of the set? Yeah. Garatina V Star. So because everybody's hyping this up like sliced bread, we're gonna talk about the V and the V Star. Um, I'll tell you all about it. Garatina V, Dragon Basic Pokemon, 220 HP. First attack, colorless, Abyss Seeker. Look at the top four cards of your deck. Put two of them in your hand. Put the remaining cards in the Lost Zone. It also has Grass, Psychic, Colorless, Shred. 160 damage. This attacks affect uh, opponent's Pokemon. Giving Shred to another Pokemon, and Shred is 160 damage. That's a lot. It's pretty doggone good. I mean, I have feelings about that, but whatever. <laughs> Moving on to the V-Star, because you're probably going to evolve to the V-Star. For the same energy cost, 
Grass Psychic Colorless, Lost Impact, 280 damage. Put two energy cards attached to your Pokemon in the Lost Zone. Does not say just Garatina, right? Yeah, it's, it's true. any Pokemon, and it's two energy as well. So if you have a double turbo, right, you can put that in the Lost Zone, just that one card. You can put a twin energy, just that one card in the Lost Zone. So very, very interesting. And then with the V-Star power of Star Requiem, Grass and Psychic cost, you may use this attack if you have 10 or more cards in the Lost Zone. Your opponent's active Pokemon is now knocked out so kind of saying tried and true to the garatina guard shop gx uh putting out you know just instant knockouts this one is saying you know 10 or more cards in the lost zone just free honestly Take a free knockout honestly i also i actually see this grass psychic as more like more than the garatina guard chomp gx i see it mm -hmm. as like the blacephalon gx's free prize card because, but it's even better because it's easy to power this up in one turn. Raihan, attach an energy, right? And then you take not just one prize probably, but you can take up to three prize cards for free effectively. Like that, yeah. that's, it's, it's, it's insane that you can power this up in one turn and take up to three prizes. It, it, Especially also because powering up that attack for 280 damage yeah. is not out of the realm of the ordinary at all, right? We have Gardenia's no. favor, right, to power up grass energies. So, and I mean, I don't even know if that's the best way to power up this Pokemon. We've talked about different things and stuff like that to be able to uh, power up in a single turn like fire yeah. For example, you know, we have cards like Raihan, things like that, Melanie as well. So whew. it's yeah, this is. And so the the fact that this this Pokemon, if a choice belt, right, you throw a choice belt onto this guy, you could probably knock anything out with the first attack. Take two prizes, three prizes, whatever. If you're up against a three prize deck, you need to basically swing once, take three prizes, use the second V-Star power attack take your other three prizes game over it's kind of like adp in some ways well also it's got an essence of like you have a backup plan that's pretty good too right if you're trying to exchange knockouts and yeah you know you whiff a turn on that last energy right to get the lost impact yeah. where you're like well if i've got enough stuff in the lost zone why don't I just use the V-Star power, right? Two energies is way easier to get on than three, yeah. right? So that is not a bad backup plan and the, to be able to guarantee knockout in the prize exchange. And the fact that it's 280 HP, which is beefy, and doesn't have any weakness because it's dragon. It's, yeah. It's, this is a silly card. I think everybody kind of knows that, but like this deck is going to be the deck to look out for, and I genuinely am not sure what is stopping this deck immediately it is it's gonna be a good deck yeah right and i don't know if it'll be figured out right away but it's going to be a good deck that's going to be around and you know what you're probably gonna have to consider beating another deck sean that you may have to consider beating hisui and gudra v star yes. you referenced this card earlier 270 hp dragon v star pokemon has this first attack watered metal colorless iron rollout 200 damage during your opponent's next turn this pokemon takes 80 less damage from attacks having that cheeky uh tank ability 
as you were saying earlier, and the ability Moisture Star. I hate it. Yeah. Moisture Star. Worst uh, worst <laughs> V-Star power name in general. Uh, you may use this ability during your turn. Heal all damage from this Pokemon. Sean, what else do you want to talk about with this card? I mean, there's a bunch of, like, we had the Radiant Gardevoir that lets you take 20 less damage. There is that set of, um, that I think it's Clefairy, Clefable, or like, no, there's a... There's That's a, the Togetic. Oh, Togetic, yes, the Togetic and the Togekiss uh, lineup. Yes, that heals damage when you evolve. That heals damage, which you can, like, combo that with some scoop-up nets. Um, yeah, I think combos of that, even things like Pokemon Center Lady, there is, I believe, an item card that takes less damage rather than giving more HP. Because I think also, like, if you can't be knocked out, um, on your turn, what you really mm -hmm. want is to take less damage because over time that adds up to more than giving it 30 extra HP. So I think this, for anybody who loved Lucario Melmetal a couple of years ago, I think this is your replacement. It doesn't have any weakness, so there's no cheeky things that can come in and, and, and bop you. This is your, your wall stall deck. This is, that's exactly what this is. So definitely a card that i think people need to also keep on their radar um yeah i know a lot of people are excited about that deck and that card in general so who knows yeah i think of the dragons in this deck it's the least powerful because giratina well, yeah because giratina is so good <laughs> yeah but like a completely different archetype right and it only gives up two prizes so like let's say you get through one of these guys you still got to get through two more, probably. Yeah, you got to get through two more. And, yeah. you know, Mew as well, you know, can only have so many damage modifiers, you know, that they can yep. pump out. So it's very, very interesting. Sean, another card, a V-Star card that people are excited about, but may not be as great as the last two that we've talked about. Hisuian Zorark V-Star, colorless Pokemon 270 HP, balls from Hisuian Zorark v Colorless, colorless, baleful curse, 50 times damage. This attack does 50 damage for each of your Pokemon that has any damage counters on it. And then has a V-Star power of discard your hand and draw seven. Maybe this is the one that I was referring to earlier. What was Sisui and Decidueye? It might have been this one, yeah. It might have been uh, Anyways, one. discard draw seven, a free professor's research in your hand, which is very, very cool. And then... I mean, it's a little bit harder to put damage counters on yourself. Like, if Spiritomb from Unbroken Bonds was still in this set, yeah. like, this card would be pretty sick. But I mean, the Gengar, the Gengar that we talked about with the ability of coming back from the discard, it puts damage counters on itself when it does that. So that, that could be a combo piece. Um, but, yeah, you'd still... You still need, like, all six Pokemon on your field having a damage counter in order to do 300 mm -hmm. and then even then you're probably attaching a double turbo so it's really only doing 280 which i say really only doing like that is that bad but like you know it's still a good chunk of damage yeah but the fact that it's a colorless pokemon means that it could maybe find a home in different decks mm -hmm. so yeah interesting so, I mean, we got to move on, Sean. This podcast yeah. is a long this time a long and we one. both have to work. Yeah, you, we've got a long one. Let's move into some of the trainers that are going on right now. Which one do you want to talk about? Uh, 
which ones are actually i haven't looked through these honestly. you know what let's talk about colrus colrus is an experiment this is a card that i like and i'm excited about also because i think it looks really really good supporter card look at the top five cards of your deck put three of them in your hand and the remaining cards in the lost zone so again put three of them put two of them in the lost zone this can really help you out with garatina not only because yep. you're adding cards to the lost zone you're putting cards into your hand as well you know you're drawing cards and you're putting more cards in your hand than in the lost zone so that's really really cool plus you could get some other cards that can help you put things in the lost zone so you may really be only putting two in the uh front portion of it but you could put more later yeah yeah um I'm trying to think of like what else is particularly good. Like we have the Fantina, which is another lost zone. You can only play this card if you have 10 or more cards. During your opponent's next turn, this Pokemon takes 120 less damage from the attacks of your opponent's Pokemon V. Um, that's really interesting because it's just mm -hmm. basically like if you are playing that Garatina V-Star, this is your late game supporter to basically be like, hey, I'm going to make it so that you can't knock out my Garatina V-Star maybe. We'll go rapid fire on some of these trainers. Lake Acuity, a stadium card. Pokemon with water or fighting or fire. I'm sorry. Water or fire energy. Or is it fighting? I think it's fighting. I think it's uh, fighting. Yeah. yeah. Water and fighting energy attached to them. Take 20 less damage from the opponent's Pokemon's attacks. So you could have your uh, you could have your Palkias, right? Running around with this. Lost City, another stadium. When a Pokemon is knocked out, put it in the Lost Zone instead of discarding it. That can help you out with Garatina, yeah. Sableye, things of that nature. We've got Lost Vacuum, an item card. Put a card from your hand into the Lost Zone in order to use this card. That's like the, uh, um, uh, what's that? Uh, blender? Uh, the Lost, Lost blender, blender with yeah. with the Jump Luff. Choose either a poke. Well, that was just the condition to be able to use this card. Put a card from your hand in the Lost Zone in order to use this. The effect of this card, choose either a Pokemon Tool card or Stadium card in play and put it in the Lost Zone. So it's like Field Blower, right? Except you're putting stuff in the Lost Zone, which could be really, yeah. really interesting. Also, I, yeah, that's great because it's basically a two for one, right? You play yeah. one card, you get two in the Lost Zone. The second card, the Mirage Gate, that is how you're powering your Giratina up late game. Play this card only if you have seven or more cards in your Lost Zone. And then you search your deck for two basic energies of different types, attach them to your Pokemon in any way that you like. So there's your Grass and your Psychic. Mm -hmm. Late game, you've played this card. If you have seven, if you have ten, you know, whatever. Like, it's basically a double, a dragon, a double dragon energy for, you know, as an item card it's not especially especially you know with lost vacuum you can start putting stuff early yep. lost city early you can put pokemon that get knocked out real small pokemon you can put them in also with colris right drawing some cards putting some in the lost zone yep could help you out a ton very very cool i would say and then panic mask you know yeah. sean we're talking about pokemon that do a lot of damage you know there might be some pokemon with uh, just a wee little bit of damage uh, or health left this tool card panic mask prevents all damage done to the pokemon this card is attached to by the attacks of your opponent's pokemon with 40 hp or less remaining so could be really interesting if your opponent has no healing options and you do the perfect math uh, maybe you don't necessarily take a knockout but it might as well be the same if you've got this tool card on you sean yeah 
Yeah. Uh, just quickly looking through. There's so many. I think the gift energy. Mm-hmm. Um, well, okay. I will say one one real quick. Uh, the Volo. Discard one of your benched Pokemon V and all attached cards. Great way to get rid of those setup Pokemon, those Crobat Vs, those Luminions. Um, it does take your supporter for the turn, but I don't know. Late game, like in certain games, if this is a one-of card and you just need to get rid of something on the bench that's a liability, great option. Also a great option if your opponent attacks a V, doesn't necessarily take a knockout, and you know maybe they're playing yeah. quick shooting as well or Zigzagoons in their deck. or I mean, because those cards are just popular they're around so volo can get rid of those and you don't have to give up two prizes but gift energy the only special energy in this set as long as this card is attached to a pokemon it provides one colorless energy if the pokemon this card is attached to is knocked out by damage from its opponent's attack draw cards until you have seven in your hand yeah this is great there used to be an item card that let you draw cards when your pokemon was knocked out but it never got a lucky egg yes and it's still in format i think it just never gets played but this is great because it's, you can't turn it off with like a tool jammer or you can't tool scrapper it away. And it basically, you know, I, I don't know. I think this is a good energy in a lot of these Giratina decks because it's just the one colorless you need. Yeah. So. And you just draw a ton of cards yep. after that to be able to go bonkers next turn and do whatever you want. But Sean. Jake. That's our set review. This is a long one. This is the first long episode we've had in a while because this is yeah. the first set review we've had in a while. Um, but Sean and I both got to go to work. He's got a meeting in like 20 minutes and I have to <laughs> I have, a, I have to just go to work, you know? Yeah. So thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Metapod, the Pokemon TCG podcast revolves around the evolving meta. Have a great rest of the day. Buy Lost Origin. It's a super cool set. It's got trainer gallery in it. So if you're not into the competitive scene, just open it up for the cards. We talked about some of the arts. They're super great. And show us on Twitter at MetapodTCG. 